Oh, that was it was you who stole it. No, you you think you, I stole it? You stole it. You stole it. You're the one who knew your it was pockets. there. <laughs> Look at this. I'm gonna run a wand over you. <laughs> Look at that. Mm-hmm. Beep. <laughs> with his, That's with, my with cash detector. Beep. Oh, you got the cash. All right, I gotta go. So from the smallest room in New York City comes the show that gives you a reason to live. The NYPD is asking for your help in finding a predator. Woman believed to be in her mid-30s sexually assaulted an 81-year-old woman in her home. Now, I know you... I'm supposed to start with the setup and not the punchline, right? I right to the punchline. Friday, the Bronx, female suspect, seemingly Hispanic and not bad looking, knocked on the victim's door saying she was from the hospital while the elderly victim figured she must be there to see her husband. He died 20 years ago. (laughs) Come in. The 81-year-old victim (laughs) told investigators that the attacker then fondled her breasts and groin before fleeing the old knock and frisk. In the attacker's defense, she only meant to fondle the woman's groin, but the breasts just kind of got caught in the crossfire. The woman was in no way injured in the attack. However, since Friday, she has fallen down four times, sprinting to the door every time somebody knocks. She thinks it's feels on wheels. The woman is 5'6", 135 pounds, pretty hot, last seen wearing purple sneakers. Not believed to be armed, but she certainly is handsy. If you know anything about this possible hallucination, call 1-800-577-TIPS. America's largest city, world's loneliest town. Joining me, it is Nate Fritzen. Hey, Nate. Hello. Nate, uh, we, we had a name for you, right? It was uh, something about a Jew. Senior Jew correspondent, I yeah. believe. <laughs> NYPD closes ranks, grits their teeth. Knuckles down, leadership, rank and file, literally turn their backs on Hisner. What shilly shallied uh, while marchers scream for dead cops. De Blasio, the helm of a city which has come to hate itself. And De Blasio, not popular with the police. Not so far, no, it doesn't seem that way. Now, when he addressed a graduating class of NYPD cadets, he's apparently greeted with booze. I'd like to be. I'd like to be the guy next to him, going, I, I, "They're not booing. Oh no, no, no! They're they're saying you, you are a boob." Yeah. De Blasio. He was supposed to teach us to live in harmony. That was the plan, right? But I, apparently, he ran on this anti-cop uh, platform. I don't remember that. I was in New York during that. I don't remember. I remember a lot of. Uh, my son has an afro. I don't yes. remember. I well, don't remember the much. They're one and the same. <laughs> They're one and the same. Yeah. I have a son with an afro, therefore I hate cops. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. I mean, uh, he he did say that he was going to like get rid of stop and frisk. Right. And then when he's and and in reference to Dante, of course, they're mad about how lately he says, "Well, look, uh, you know, I I had to teach Dante, you know, mm-hmm. to fear the cops and how to deal with the police." But, you know, I always counter by saying, hey, you know, if, if de Blasio went around and, and could convince every criminal in the city to act the same way, right? then, you know, we'd have a lot more living criminals right now. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, and you'd think we could live in harmony like he does. He lives with three black people. <laughs> How many black people are you married to? I'm asking you, not you, Nate. Yeah, yeah. You know. The listeners. The, and in radio many, land. How many black-looking people have you brought into existence? <laughs> 
What's going on? What the, the upheaval, de Blasio's administration? It should be the symbolic black and white cookie of New York City. Right. Unity. <laughs> it's it's literally half and half. It's half and half. And the and the, boy oh boy, the president of the Padromans Benevolent Union, Pat Lynch. He says de Blasio thinks he's running a revolution. Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. Amazing people are still walking around with that name. That's, I mean, I know I know people are proud of their history, of their family's history, but uh, Pat Lynch. Pat Lynch. He says, uh, he says Cop, he's trying. Police officer Pat Lynch. He's, he is. He's Officer Lynch. Officer Lynch. <laughs> Someone call Officer Lynch. And it's pal Ed Mullins publicly <laughs> calling the mayor a nincompoop. Whoa! He, strong uh, language. Nincompoop. I mean, like, look, if you if you say the word nincompoop, then you know you gotta own it, right? You gotta, how can how you say that and then just not just like crack up afterwards? You and, have to shake your fist, I think, when you say it. <laughs> you now, nincompoop. The protesters are screaming for blood. Well, they finally got it. The two assassinated NYPD officers have been laid to rest now. Thousands of officers, as the mayor spoke at their funeral, turned their backs in a show of solidarity and disrespect mm-hmm. and uh, protesting the white mayor uh, they blasted for teaching his black son how to not F with the popo. Uh, de Blasio, and, and you know his D is lowercase, you know. Is it lowercase? It is lowercase. Okay. Lately, so is his demeanor. <laughs> And if the cops had their way, he'd exercise his right to remain silent altogether. They don't want to hear condolences or sorries. They're tired of words. They want some action. Lynch playing it close to the bulletproof vest. <laughs> Lynch Lynch wants Giuliani back, I think. They, yeah. He may get him. You know, Giuliani's very present lately. He, he's, he, Giuliani's the only guy who's been nice to de Blasio lately. You know, with yeah. a, a little bit of Bratton. He's got two friends. <laughs> Shirlene won't even talk to him. Where's Al Sharpton lately? Where is Al Sharpton? They've all disappeared. They were all run for cover. They've in taken the, it personally. In the face of Lynch. You got a problem with that? Look, he says uh, police uh, officer safety is number one priority now. From the PBA, all right? This is uh, a missive after the, the shootings of the two officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this is a, starting immediately. At least two units are to respond to every call. No matter the condition or severity, no matter what type of of job is pending or what the opinion of the supervisor happens to be. You, know, you can talk to Pat Lynch if you've got a problem right. with that. Now, it continues. Absolutely no enforcement action in the form of arrests or summonses is to be taken unless absolutely necessary that an individual be placed under arrest. And don't you just immediately go, why were you making unnecessary arrests? Right. Why, <laughs> why is it so bad that he pointed out I mean, that you were making, you're creating more work for yourself. Yeah. It's just, more it's, paperwork. That's what every cop complains about. It's like, ah, oh, the paperwork, I got to deal with that. Yeah. Now they're, now they're slowing it down. Sl- gumming up the work. Rolling it back. They're saying they're not doing any of these things anymore. Now it yeah. continues. It says, these are the precautions that were taken in the 70s, the 1970s, when police officers were ambushed and executed on a regular basis. A regular basis. Regularly. Regularly. Fort Apache, the Bronx. And executed. Yes. This was a regular thing. They'd be rounded up. Sometimes (laughs) they would be tied by their ankles to the backs of cars and dragged through the streets to the laughter of crooks. What they would be like, what, like called on a, uh, called on a disturbance and then you just like, it's in a back alley and there's just a bunch of guys with Hello? spiked bats. Hello? Hello? Anybody here? I'm here alone. <laughs> I have no formal <laughs> training on how to deal with criminals. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the scene would change. Right. Uh, you know, hey, uh, then someone's stirring coffee in it, a diner somewhere. Exactly. And it continues. It says, uh, these are the precautions that we took in the 70s and, and it says the mayor's hands are literally dripping with our blood. 
literally <laughs> is a it's a lost art. <laughs> it's that word is a lost uh, thing. What? Well, they added figuratively to the definition of literally this year. You're joking. Webster's Dictionary added, I believe. Is it, the, the language just capitulates with idiots. It makes idiots. no sense now. It's it really is it's 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 one of those things where the language changes. I mean, I understand common use and all that kind of stuff. Sure that. But you can't just go you can't <laughs> you can't <laughs> sucks. You can't make the antonym of the word the definition of the word now. You know what? You know what? There's another word that's like that. It's uh, I put it up on a page the other day. It's it's a word where the, the it means the nonplussed. Nonplussed. If you look up nonplussed, it means like strongly perturbed. Yes. Upset. And then the second meaning is not perturbed. <laughs> not even a little upset. Not even nonplussed. <laughs> yes. So literally, that's the definition. It's just based on how people say it now. Just the mayor's hands are literally dripping with our. Can you imagine dripping. if like he's like there's blood on just his hands? Just him, just kind of like Drip. his hands, just kind of hunched. He's just, just horrified, like, like hanging them. But <laughs> 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 uh, it all happened so Wait, fast. I can't get this police blood off by <laughs> washing it. What? Now we have, for the first time in a number of years, become a wartime police department, he says. Yeah, that's right. A wartime. Wartime. See, We're at war. If I had a wartime consigliere, I wouldn't be in the shape I'm in. Look at that. Popcott, Janko. What is, look what I got. <laughs> <laughs> we got. We need a wartime mayor. A wartime mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, hardened criminals rub against soft judges, lube the wheels of justice, crooks squirt through the system and leave a stain on society's bed cover. You know, uh, Judge Laura Johnson. Google those words. Google them, I tell you, and you'll find the ugliest face <laughs> that you've ever seen. Pick it out of the results page. Literally. That's her. Literally, <laughs> figuratively, the ugliest woman that you've ever seen. And apparently judging in a Brooklyn criminal court really takes a toll on a person's appearance. You know I mean? Like, I, I gotta say, uh, if there's any Brooklyn judges listening to this, uh, you know, take it easy. But this woman, I'm t how do you describe what this woman looks like? Laura Johnson, she looks like John, Ma start with John Mahoney, right? <laughs> All right, now if you woke him up abruptly, okay? <laughs> now, while he's in the hospital, recovering from having cancer and dementia beaten into his face. It looks like his dog. <laughs> The ass of the that ass dog. Of that dog that he owns. It's the second <laughs> second ugliest judge I've ever seen after uh, Sheera Shineland. Now, uh, <laughs> Judge Johnson freed a man accused of making a terroristic threat after posting a photo of a man firing into a police cruiser on Facebook with the caption, 73 next. That refers to the 73rd precinct. Brownsville, Brooklyn, Well, nothing bad ever happened there. What? No. It's it's everybody knows Brownsville's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, though he faces seven years, this guy Johnson sent him away with no bail. That's the post reporting. You know, not only that, not only did she turn him away no bail, she she went onto Facebook and liked the photo. <laughs> that seems uh, like a, she, she actually her she's done now as of, as of today. She's a, she's done as a judge. Unless De Blasio, Hisner. Whose mm -hmm. real name is Warren Wilhelm. Did you know that? What's that? Warren Wilhelm is his real name. Bill de Blasio? Yes. What? De Blasio is his uh, mother's maiden name. Uh-huh. And uh, his name is uh, Warren Wilhelm. His middle name is William? WWW? I don't know. Uh, but he's... <laughs> yeah, where's the bill come from, right? Yeah, come? I don't know. But he's Warren Wilhelm. And it doesn't matter. It's a, that's a German-ass name. That is a very German name. Is, there's nothing chill about that. No, you wouldn't expect him to have uh, have so many black people. In yeah, like Shirley like Ann is his wife, and this is my, this is my uh, husband. Warren Wilhelm? Warren Wilhelm? 
This is my this und this my husband, Foren Wilhelm. Now, uh, I do one, accents. Now. You do. I do. I do. I do I'm accents. impressed. Thank you. Well, you have a European background. <laughs> she was admonished by an office of court administration boss, who said that she should be setting an example to the public. Uh, that uh, threatening or assaulting police officers isn't an acceptable thing. I guess that's so when these guys come up against uh, these uh, the public in their mm-hmm. court, they're, they're, <laughs> and they they won't treat them so they won't take us so lightly. Right. right, they'll be so nice to cops now. Yeah, they they will uh, they they will you know. so the, <laughs> especially in Brownsville. Right. So the, so the court administrator told her that she exercised poor judgment, and that she had a case on later that night. You got a case on later that night. And uh, you should exercise some better judgment in that case. Wait, night court? Yes. Is that, what this, is that a real thing? <laughs> mm, uh, that case was Travis May, 26. Mm. He took swings at cops in Flatbush, uh, at Flatbush Avenue and Prospect Place. He socked a cop in the eye. It says right here, the New York Post. Socked. It said it socked him in the eye. Socked the him guy in the socked, eye. The guy socked a cop in the eye. He sent him to the hospital. Well, I mean, a cop goes to the hospital if he gets socked in the eye. All these stories sound like they're from 80 years ago. Well, they're not. N- nincompoop socked in the eye, ambushed, <laughs> and executed? Why? What? I, uh, like, what? After uh, being pepper sprayed, stunned with a taser, couldn't get that 30 years ago, <laughs> right. 80 years ago, put in handcuffs, May 26, he ran at the cops, right? He said that he would find out where you live and get you. Court paper said, you will die. He allegedly, he allegedly uh, ranted. According to the post, so this guy is—they're making him out to be a pretty dangerous guy. Sure, Johnson, liberal to a fault, and uh, I, I'm not all—I'm not all—you know—I like I can I can call a liberal like a fault to a fault if I want to. Sure, sure. It doesn't make me anything. You're nonpartisan. I'm, I'm I, like I'm it, to do that would be it would, it would compromise my integrity as a journalist. Once you, <laughs> you can't declare a side, I have no side. Sure, but that's liberal to a fault. That is liberal. Eager to, a to fault. prove it, and uh, and she released the uh, defendant with no bail. Well, what does she care? Her, ter- her term's over today. So since the non-indictment decision uh, on Caucasian Island, protesters have been making noise on the streets. Sound rising and falling. Uh, NYPD, KKK, how many kids you killed today? That seems a little extreme. What do we want? Dead cops. When do we want it now? That was a chant that we heard. You know, uh, a lot of people, once a couple of cops get shot... They're like, you know, like, why do we want dead cops? When do we want it now? Why do we, what the fuck? Just shoot a cop. What? Did you just, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, let's go. That's let's, horrible. Uh, we, we're not comfortable. Yeah, I, I would be uncomfortable with that. What do we want? Dead cops? Yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a, a, we yeah. said on a video. You know, they can always get more cops. Oh, yeah. Tons it's of them. Super easy to uh, replace a dead cop. Well, you know, it, it, it's, it, 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 you know. I don't, I don't know if that's the kind of sentiment that I want to... <laughs> There's a, look, that should just discourage you from shooting... Highly replaceable. That should uh, discourage you from shooting... Well, they don't really seem to be vetting them, you know? It doesn't... You don't seem to go through it. I mean, I've seen some very unpolice-like uh, postures and standing around in my neighborhood. Oh, you're talking Bushwick. about... You're just talking about neck tattoos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's that happens. I mean, there are cops with cornrows now. That's weird to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I find it strange. That sounds racist. That sounds very racist to me. Very. Is it? I feel like they should have a high and tight. All cops should have a high and tight. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, maybe they should. I don't know. But, like, it's like when kids are roughhousing mm-hmm. and then something gets broken. That's what the city felt like after those guys got shot. Like, oh, fuck. Dad's away. Dad's, right. you know. So, uh, Dad's coming home. In violent Brooklyn, two cops gunned down in their car. NYPD officers. The ultimate price. Baltimore man, Ismail 
Brinsley traveled from Harm City to fire lead into men wearing the NYPD shield. Uh, Wenjian Liu and Rafael Ramos in Bedlam Cry Vescent. Just, uh, just before 3 p.m., they were each shot point blank in the head. Now, Brinsley then scrambled into the Myrtle Willoughby subway station where he fatally shot himself. We've all heard the story by now. Mm-hmm. And he posted, this may be my final post. <laughs> Dramatic for an account with 34 followers. <laughs> and speaking of Instagram, follow me, Pat Dixon NYC. Uh, if you want to see video and, uh, you know, pictures of New York City, what a beautiful city it is, too. It is a beautiful city, and, uh, despite all you're hearing. It's a beautiful yeah, city. It's, it, they, they, it, it's, you, the thing runs like a clock. And uh, so, he, so he hashtagged this, uh, f- his post. He says uh, he's going to put some wings on the fucking pigs today. Right, he right. hashtagged it with the names uh, Mike Brown and Eric Garner. You know? mm-hmm. Now, Dan Soder and I were talking in the last episode about how uh, this movement really needed a spiritual leader. You know, We wondered if a leader would emerge. Well, look no further. <laughs> this revolution has found its voice. You know? In 30 years when historians and cheap pundits discuss and debate the events of the past in the manner they'll be wild assholes then won't they can you right. imagine what a pundit in 30 years will look like oof just an actual asshole he's just gonna literally sit there and fire a gun into the air <laughs> that's gonna be his commentary well and it's debated who did the most for the cause of social justice large will loom the name Ismail Brinsley yeah it will Martin Luther King Jr. said darkness cannot thrive Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Ismail Brensley. They take one of ours, let's take two of theirs. (laughs) (laughs) Martin Luther King Jr. I, I refuse to accept the view that mankind is so tragically bound to the starless midnight of racism and war that the bright daybreak of peace and brotherhood can never become a reality. Uh, Ismail Brensley. I'm putting wings on pigs today. <laughs> and then, of course, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. Think about that. Now, lots of people protest the killing of innocent people. Mm-hmm. But how many people actually do something? <laughs> you know? How many people get out there, affect cha- think globally, act locally? You yes. Know? You know, I mean, look, rare is the man of action. And even rarer is the man of vision. And in the presence of a man of vision, well, the man of action is only medium rare. And the man of vision is, like, seriously bloody. You can barely eat it. The man of vision who actually takes action, that is fucking, that guy's mooing. Right. <laughs> you got to send him back. I said rare, not walking and talking, for not Christ's blue. sake. Not uh, blue. And that, that quote comes to us from W.E.B. Du Bois. Um <laughs> I think JFK said uh, the uh, rights of every man are diminished when they, uh, the rights of a... Uh, that's the worst JFK ever. You do a good one. The rights of... The rights of every man are... Uh, they're diminished when the rights of one man are threatened. Now, uh, and Obama said something very similar. Uh, whenever anybody in this country is not being treated equally under the law, that's a problem. And uh, I want to remind you, by the way, because the president said it, frankly, it needs to be said, this isn't just a Native American problem. It is not just a Native American problem. I mean, he pointed this out. Mm -hmm. 
not just a Native American not problem. Just. Not just. He, he says it's not just a white problem. Mm-hmm. But it's not just a brown plot problem. Not just a Native American problem. <laughs> it's, and that was the only example he gave of it not being another kind of problem. Right. Well, Brinsley <laughs> could be the ultimate social activist now. You know, when protesters mm-hmm. are staging die-ins. This man actually blew his brains out right. on a subway platform. He thinks outside his community. He's willing to travel to make a difference. What better way is there to show that black lives matter than to shoot your girlfriend and kill a couple of police officers? Two cops and then, and then, and then ruin someone's commute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure in that particular station they might just like... They, they might Myrtle, just, they, Myrtle Willoughby? I think they sweep you I, up. And I kind think of, they just kind of let you just kind of hope they don't like hook onto the train, right. mm-hmm. I think. He did. Oh, he did. Pat Lynch says, there's blood on many hands tonight. That blood starts on the steps of City Hall. Literally. Literally. Blood is flowing. He's, he wiped his bloody hands on the steps of City Hall. <laughs> Look at him. It's disgusting. Earlier this week, uh, Mayor de Blasio met with members of a, a group Justice League well, that was last week he did that. And then this week he met with cops. And they said, well, we don't really, you know, we don't feel you. <laughs> uh, they like, And they were like, or nah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here's the best moment of this. Now, the mayor went to go, you know, he went to go check out the, after the shootings, you know, at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Woodhull Hospital. Woodhull. Where the two officers had been pronounced dead just hours earlier. Great hospital. Yeah, you know, I mean, look. If I if I get if I was limited to only one hospital, and thank God I'm not. Right. <laughs> uh, now, just hours before, uh, there were grieving cops uh, who faced the walls when he walked by, and away from the leader that they believe uh, had failed him. And then and then De Blasio uh, approached a cluster of policemen at, the, at, at Brooklyn Hospital, and he said, uh, "Hey, we're all in this together." And then. And this is what, it, what I have here. No, we're not. An officer tersely replied. Uh, that was a cop who, yeah. who witnessed the ISIS. See, so that's right out of the movies. Right. No, we're not. No, no we're not. Yeah. Ray Liotta in yeah. <laughs> one, Bloody Hands. One. <laughs> the mayor who got caught red-handed. <laughs> now, a security screener at our uh, Kennedy Airport was convicted of stealing $10,000 from passengers. Ten grand. Alexandra Schmid. Boy, what a cunt. Stole six <laughs> grand from the jacket pocket of the husband of a doctor. Who? What was he? What? He's the husband of a doctor on his way to India. With say, I guess he was going to buy a few, uh, I don't know, people. I don't know what's, uh, what's more perplexing about this. Having six grand in your pocket or uh, that a doctor has a husband. What is... Uh, who is... <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't guess. care for that. Oh yeah. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, and, and you know, like, so they didn't notice uh, until they were on board the flight, you know, that the six grand was missing, so they couldn't do anything about it. And uh, can you imagine the crimp that would put in your vacation fund? <laughs> six grand. <laughs> yeah, she's like, damn, man. I know that Ooh. that fat Schmid. What was her name? Schmid. Schmid. <laughs> a month later, as she was screening a passenger and his mother, uh, a man told her. Uh, that the, the, the guy goes, hey, my mom has got four grand in that purse, so be careful with that purse. There's $4,000 in it. And she goes, oh, okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and she walked away with the purse and came back, and the money was gone. Wouldn't that be the first thing you check when she comes back with your purse? I, yeah, of course. If I had four grand, I would be holding it in my hands. For, on a plane? 
<laughs> I fly real cheap, so I don't trust anyone. I would just like have it just balled up in my hands. Mm-hmm. It's this this Schmid uh, actually accused the guy of stealing his mom's cash. She's he was like, wait, this money's not in here. He's like, she's, you stole it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you. Oh, that was it was you who stole it. No, you. You think you, I stole it? You stole it. You stole it. You're the one Check who knew your it was pockets. there. <laughs> Look at this. I'm going to run a wand over you. <laughs> Look at that. Mm-hmm. Beep. <laughs> with his, That's with, my with cash detector. Beep. Oh, you got the cash. All right, I got to go. So She faces up to 14 <laughs> years in prison, scheduled to be sentenced March 13th. And now, rich guy crime. Ponzi scheming Y. Leon Shea, a fugitive fraudster from Queens, took his clients for nearly five mil. Well... And, uh, and 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 let me say, this is not when it was easy to get five mil. This was in 2007 through 2011. This oh, was man. In the midst of uh, one of the greatest uh, meltdowns of the stock market, et cetera, et cetera. So now when the uh, uh, complete economic uh, slowdown, right. now, remember, so when the, when the author- yeah, that's what they call it, the authorities started to scrutinize his company, you know, because it's a fucking a bullshit company. Sure. Uh, he's a Ponzi schemer. He disappeared to Peru. Well, he hasn't been seen since. That's where he is. He's in Peru. That was in 2011. He ran off. But before he escaped to Lima, he spent some of that Ponzi money on cryogenically freezing his deceased 52-year-old wife. What? Yes. If you're going to freeze your wife, <laughs> pray to God she dies before she's 35. <laughs> you freeze some 52-year-old 52, woman. 52? You're going to Peru, man. I mean, <laughs> live it up. I don't, you know, it's, uh, you, you, know, you don't look back. They're, they're, like, they're dancing when you get there. I mean... What, are you going to have her shipped? What you, <laughs> Froze, fr- fr- frozen? Frozen? <laughs> yeah. Come on. It's a, but that's what he did. 150 grand, too. Some people would just spend, you know, three hundred grand to make sure she's dead. You know, there's guys like <laughs> guy who want to never see her. Twice again. that to wipe your hands clean. Yeah. He's indicted on federal fraud charges. Authority can now go after him. So come home and tell it to your frozen ass wife. Yeah, who has to take care of the wife if he goes away for Man, a while? That's cold. <laughs> the Ponzi scheme was invented by a guy named uh, Charles Ponzi. Charles by the Ponzi. Way. Yeah. Chuck Ponzi. You. <laughs> Goodbye, Grace. <laughs> Bronx uh, murder uh, in the boogie down. A man was undergoing treatment at a psychiatric facility and uh, strangled another patient to death with an electrical cord. This is a setback in the treatment, or it could be a natural <laughs> part of the process. It's, sorry, this modern medicine. You know, I'm, these people get they have, you know these DOs. You know, it's a different it's a different kind of medicine. I'm not a doctor. You know, uh, this is at the Bronx Psychiatric Center. Brett Smith. Who's just 19 years old? Just what are you doing here? You ought to be out in a convertible, her <laughs> dog and chicks, banging beaver. Allegedly, used an electrical cord from a floor buffing machine. Okay, well that's what he was doing there. To probably. strangle, to strangle 51 year old uh, Leon Little. Leon Little, 51. He died at the scene. A floor buffing machine carries a Cadillac electrical cord too. You know what I mean? That's long enough to go all over the building. Right. It's that's like a python. He has no arrest history in New York. No known motive. Charged with second-degree murder. They are in a mental institution. Mm-hmm. Seems like a great opportunity for an insanity plea. <laughs> you know, you're already in your pajamas. <laughs> right. Uh, a violent sexual predator is on loose. Well, a couple of them. Right. This one is dubbed the Merry Christmas Rapist. Ooh, look at him. Yeah. He's got to be pretty proud of that. Only 360 days until you get raped. That's it. <laughs> He's making a list. December tw- <laughs> around 6, <laughs> 6.20 a.m. in the pre-dawn darkness of a beautiful Bronx morning. It's a bus stop near Pelham Parkway. A man in his 30s approached and made small talk. 
with a 51-year-old woman before telling her Merry Christmas and then punching her in the face, dragged her into a secluded area, area and he raped her. So uh, when people come up with the Merry Christmas, you know what to do. I mean, I always recoil when I hear that. So, oh, boy, but that's, you know, me I was, too. I was raised that way. Did you see? Well, did you see the guy who got thrown off the flight? JFK. No. So the, he he gets he's trying to get on the flight and and and, and the woman's Merry Christmasing him, you know, and he's like, "Come on, just don't, okay? Yeah. You shouldn't be saying that to everybody," which they shouldn't. I don't. I mean, I don't really care. I feel like it's what most people mean when they say Happy Holidays. Yeah, it's always they with, they, if Merry they Christmas. say Happy Holidays, there's always a wink. It was like, yeah, yeah, kind of like, <laughs> yeah, hey, we're brother in Christ. Hey, yeah, yeah. Happy Holidays, hey, happy my holidays. brother in Christ. Uh-huh. They That's said what on the I side say. of their mouths. Hey, Happy Holidays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy Holidays, Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and Merry Christmas, everyone else. And Merry Christmas to all the people I care about. Oh, and Kwanzaa for him. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know what uh, I mean? Uh, <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, of course, we we Santeria is our religion. Exactly, that's uh, the, the the official religion of the crime report. It is Santeria. Now, uh, the guy got on the flight, and then the flight attendant starts up with the same thing mm. with the with the Merry Christmas. And then I I don't know what happened, but it was enough to get him thrown off a flight, which I I bet is not all that much. I can't imagine it's a lot. I, I mean, think they started pushing his buttons intentionally. I I really felt for the guy, but then he kind of like it just it sounded so comical. The whole plane clapped and everything. You're like, all right, well, he must have been being a real asshole about it. I guarantee he was white. Of course, of course. Like that sort of, ent- no, that sort of entitlement is a white. That's it's. I got to be honest. I mean, you know, not to sound uh, sexist, it usually is reserved for white women. I mean, that's that sort of. You don't get to talk to me that way. Mm-hmm. With someone wishing you well. <laughs> Ashanti, <laughs> what's going on with Ashanti oh. stalker? Well, Ashanti, wait, the singer or the Ashanti? Yes, the, the well, you're talking about the singer. I'm talking about the singer, the host. Uh, the uh, the producer is she a pr- is she added all these things to her? Well, they, yeah, of course, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, t- author. Let's assume chef. Oh, <laughs> caddy. In court, <laughs> uh, foolishness occurred. See that uh-huh. in the Manhattan stalking trial of a man accused of stalking an R and B singer named Ashanti. No, I've never heard of her. Okay, uh, no, she, she was part of Murder Inc. Her name's uh, she, Ja Rule signed her. Was she uh, with, the, with the one with the left eye? No, 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 that was left eye. Oh, yeah. Shaquaya Douglas is her full name. Ashanti hmm. Shaquaya. 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 And that is way off the spelling of what, what you would like Shaquaya would be. Is there an R in there? There's several. She's uh, <laughs> the most famous uh, for her eponymously uh, titled debut album. Mm-hmm. Sold uh, 503,000 uh, copies in its first week of release. She was pretty big. You think we've gotten an update by now? From the first week, yeah, she was pretty big. You say, yeah, I mean, early early aughts, you know, two thousands. Mm-hmm. That was really her. That was her time. That's her time to shine. I think this room's got a slow leak. <laughs> <laughs> now they say an accused stalker who has uh, who acts as his own lawyer has a convicted stalker as a client. Well, that would be <laughs> convicted stalker of Ashanti, Devar Heard. He's already been convicted of stalking her. Now he's on trial for stalking Ashanti. Uh, Heard has said in, a, in, in testimony that he had to meet her after briefly making eye contact with her at a concert mm-hmm. in Chi Town, Windy City, packing a bag, taking a trip. <laughs> That's in 2003. In 2010, convicted of harassment for sending many vulgar messages uh, along with photos of his penis. Since uh, photos of his penis, women. You know, I, I mean, j- the only thing that makes this weird is the fact that he doesn't actually know her. Everything about everything else about this is just modern courting. I mean, this is just how. Yeah. This is how we're supposed to connect with women now. What, what I don't else understand. would we do? Yeah. Vulgar messages. Vulgar yeah. messages. Send a picture of my penis. 
And, and, I've been solicited for all these things just this last month. <laughs> Where it just has it just wasn't a formerly very successful R and B singer. Well, you know what? His explanation is remarkably similar similar to what you just said. Yeah, he says uh, he says that he said that sex texting for the ladies. Adding, yeah. she welcomed it. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> she accepted the texts. Yes. She did not send it back. She didn't uh, She didn't block him. He says that, too. He's big on the... His, a big part of his defense has been, she didn't block me. Yeah. She Which, knows what blocking is. She could. Yeah. It's, it's not that hard. You know? mm-hmm. During the... See, I think what it was is that, like, she didn't recognize it was him at first coming mm-hmm. back. And yeah. then, like, somebody pointed out, like, Ashanti, this dude is in a picture with your sister... You know, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "Oh shit!" And then, then she gets all worked up about it. Prior right. to that, she was into it. I think. Yeah, I think he's got a point. He's probably got a great dick. Probably got a great dick. Well, take that. <laughs> During the trial, uh, the Daily News notes heard frequently peppered his testimony with yada yada yada, <laughs> and at one point wrapped a few lines from the Snoop Dogg hit "Drop It Like It's Hot." <laughs> she's not even on that song, <laughs> or the remix. Well, while trying to explain a picture that he sent uh, to Douglas of Ashanti squatting in hot pants, okay, so he's trying to make he's trying to make a point. Yeah, and point taken. Yes, she was she was asking for it. That's the point. Yeah, someone's she <laughs> so, was she was singing for it. I'm sure the uh, the, the prosecutor's like, I object, overruled. I want to hear this. Oh, <laughs> uh, now, uh, Mr. Hud, <laughs> uh, if it please the court, uh, now why what drop what like it's hot. <laughs> What do you mean? She had on shorts. <laughs> Speak slowly. <laughs> she has on these little shorts, Heard said. This is for the fellas. So he's I mean, just like the modern courting, as I said. Yeah. He spent a couple of years in jail already. Okay. What well, do you want you know, from him? He's paid his debts. Yeah. He's rehabilitated, I think. It's like Mike Vick. Yeah. He's paid his debts. He's not, you know. Yeah. You can't say shit anymore about dogs. He did that already. Now, okay. So what he apparently figures that the problem uh, after this, you know, he got, he got convicted, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he spent a couple of years in jail. He was rearrested in July 2013 for sending explicit text and posing at a party with the little sister, as I mentioned, despite an order of protection. Now he apparently figures, well, here's the problem. Here's where I went wrong. I didn't represent right. myself before. Uh, so I'm yeah. <laughs> going to represent myself. Now the guy's always a great idea. I'm telling you, it's if you want to just make a mockery of the proceedings, and you're weird, is this like this guy's a character? He's very strange, but he, I mean, sorry, go ahead. The one-time security guard. Listen to what he's done: mm-hmm. singer, model, producer, model, Char- <laughs> model, <laughs> dick model, <laughs> charged with stalking, criminal contempt, and harassment for sending over 600 tweets. That's a lot. To the That's song. a lot of tweets. Yeah, posing for a picture with a survivor. Everyone can see those tweets. That's a lot. That's. Yeah, it's it's uh you know I, I some of them might have been to her mom because mm-hmm. I think she was talking her mom is her manager or something like that. During a jury selection, he performed a, what the post refers to as a stand-up comedy show. Oh, good! And uh, asking the prospective jurors questions like, "How's everybody doing?" <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, what do you do? Oh, you can't tell me. All right. All right. That's, <laughs> what do you do for a living? What do you do? You look like a baker. <laughs> man, man I, I'm hungry. Uh, showing up to Manhattan Supreme Court in a sweatsuit. He said, my name is DeVar Hurd. Excuse my attire. I've been in the pens for 12 hours. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. Prompting chuckles. I Uh, think I've worked with this guy, actually. (laughs) I think... 
Heard explained he couldn't freshen up because the Rikers bus was late in bringing him to Manhattan Supreme mm-hmm. Court. I guess the, these are the kind of details you're really not supposed to go into. Right. Like, I wanted to freshen up here, but... Uh, and then some guy broke in. He was, it was a, a, a potential juror, an older man. He was excused from the case. He says, Your Honor, I can't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't treat this case fairly Fill with this guy representing cards. himself. They're just oh, like, yeah. yeah, you can immediately leave. Yeah, I don't but, think you ever want your counsel taking the bus. <laughs> I'm not, like I'm not totally comfortable with subway, but I'll take it with the train. But I yeah. mean, if if my lawyer gets off a bus, I'm not I'm not confident about. Well, I know it's himself, but you know. Yeah, it's true. You have to hold yourself to a higher standard right, exactly. in that situation. <laughs> be if if you do take the bus, be cool about it. <laughs> don't even tell your client. Sure. <laughs> this guy's just weird enough to pull that off. So Judge Charles Solomon tried to talk him out of representing himself. Mm-hmm. Of course they do that. Sure. Because they don't want to have any fun. Right. This is the same judge that Heard tried to have taken off the case because he didn't know what Twitter is. Now, he, he said, you said in the courtroom, you don't know what Twitter is, blurted DeVar Heard to mm-hmm. Justice Charles Solomon, which there's already a, you know, he's talking to Justice Charles Solomon. He's being brazen, but I would want my judge to know what Twitter is. If you can't understand what Twitter is, how can you be capable of making a decision? The judge calmly responded that he doesn't use Twitter or Facebook, but he understands social media. Heard insisted the court was perpetrating a conspiracy against him. Uh, why, Always. Why do you think he wouldn't do his job, Solomon asked, of, of Heard's third court-appointed lawyer, Glenn Hardy. So he's gone through a string of them. Right. He says, maybe he feels he wants to sell me out for the state, for you. I don't know. Heard responded. He doesn't represent me the way I want. He doesn't go to bat the way he's supposed to. So he's paranoid. Yeah, on top of everything else. Yes, on top of everything else. But he's probably right. Yeah. I bet the guy doesn't represent him the way he wants. He doesn't go, fucking judge, you don't know what Twitter is. Right. You know the court-appointed attorney is not going to do that. That's true. He he seems to have a very specific way of how he wants to be represented, though. So yeah, I don't think there's a lawyer in America that's willing to represent him the way he wants to be <laughs> like, represented. Could you do me? I just uh, verse that well one line. Okay. Drop it right. like it's hot. Do you have first things first? Do you own dirty sweatpants? <laughs> All right, put them on today. Mm. Court dates in a month. Listen, <laughs> and 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 look, and this is I I, I cannot ask everybody's how how they're doing. That's really <laughs> Everyone, important. You know what I mean? How's everybody doing tonight? But you know they you know that he. Uh, he, he wouldn't have said the things that he said. And I, and I, and I bet you, in the end, it, it, it helped. He did get some things dropped. Now, uh, Judge Solomon explained to Heard about representing himself. He said, you're the quarterback. He's the running back. This is mm-hmm. in reference to his lawyer. Right. Uh, like, there's still a lawyer there, but you represent yourself. And I guess that's how it works. You're the quarterback. He's the running back. This is what the words that Solomon told him, which is, uh, seems a bit condescending. Yeah. To give it a sports metaphor or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I'm the quarterback. It's like the Super Bowl, he replied. <laughs> this is All right. this is the Super Bowl, I guess. He's well, little, for him, as far as he's concerned. But he's, he's, he's very nonchalant. He said that this was basically his moment in the sun when he got to confront Ashanti on the witness stand. You know, He got to cross-examine the person he's accused of stalking? That's the way it works. This system is broken. <laughs> the system is broken. I think that proves the system <laughs> is working the way it's supposed to. Because that is, it's it's awesome that that can happen. It's amazing. That's amazing. Did he take a selfie? Did he- <laughs> <laughs> He's tweeting her while hey, she's on the stand. Sup? Oh, I meant that meant to be a DM. I'm sorry. Oh man, that's my dick. <laughs> uh, now Ashanti, um, have you seen my dick? 
He was he was positively gleeful to sit no more than ten free, feet from Ashanti. Um, this is uh, according to Assistant District Attorney Rachel Erhart. He was positively gleeful to sit no more than ten feet from Ashanti. Take his time talking to her, questioning her, keeping her on the stand, knowing this was the only way he was going to be able to talk to her. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. that's, that sounds like he's taking it. That's a good attorney. He's not rushing through it. Sure. He's, sure. he's uh, leaving no stone unturned. You know, you want to make sure that you, you get it all covered. The songstress, dressed in a gray pantsuit, which, I mean, what do you expect? You come around in a gray pantsuit, bitch. You I come mean, around. You're flicking the lights on, you know. She's still kneeling, though. Mm-hmm. Smile, girl. <laughs> Wearing a sleek, waist-length ponytail, glared and rolled her eyes at Devarheard as she testified about reading the lewd messages while at her mom's birthday party in July 2013. She testified about it. Yeah, I, why would she do that, <laughs> right? I read them out loud. They were disgusting. <laughs> That's, I mean, who wants cake? Yeah. <laughs> she later testified that she felt, quote, disgusted and embarrassed by the dirty tweets. To be at a family event with my mom and to have a person coming at you so derogatory, it was disgusting. Hmm. Literally disgusting. Literally. Ashanti told Manhattan Supreme Court jurors about the tweets in which her describes several sexual acts. And it just doesn't seem like a normal person would tweet you that over and over. Well, what do you... He's not normal? Is that... What is the definition of normal here? I feel like most people on Twitter who are following somebody that they want to have sex with will tweet lewd things at them. Over and over. Over and over again. Yeah. And he's... And, and, uh... You know, if if uh, if Ashanti's responding at all and not blocking you, yeah, then what difference does it make? What would make you think you should stop doing that? I'm not sure. I think so far. I, mean, I'm I think I'm on much, his side. I'm, I, <laughs> I mean, how can you not be? I mean, Ashanti's got all this. Uh, you know, she's got a what? A you said a waist length ponytail. You know, she's doing fine. She's comfortable with herself. She's got a you know, she's got good weave money. I mean, this is. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's not like she's been, she's in control of her life. How, how badly damaged could she be? And then he leaned her, uh, heavily on this. Why didn't you block me thing? And then in closing statements, he said there was never any evidence that I intended to harass, annoy, alarm, nothing to show. Excuse me. To show I had intent to unlawfully <laughs> imprison, rape, kidnap, or kill her. That's a big thing to say. Yeah. There was never any evidence I intended to harass, annoy, alarm, nothing to show I had intent to unlawfully imprison, rape, kidnap, or kill her. He sounds like a lawyer. He does. Or kill her. He said, I have not stalked this girl. This is no harass. There is no harassment. Well, what's the result of the trial? Well, justice, this is the whole... We've given you the whole saga. Mm -hmm. This is the end. Uh, the Justice Daniel uh, Conviser forced to declare a mistrial. A mistrial? Yes! A juror called out sick. Wow. Yes. And so when that happens, at this point, once deliberations begin, nobody can miss. You can't bring in a, you can't bring in a substitute, you know, the people on the bench. Mm -hmm. So once the deliberations, if if somebody gets the flu, mistrial. They got to do the whole goddamn thing over again. And he's got he's just got practice now. He just got reps. Yeah, now he's he's like, he's good at this. It's like law school. Yeah. <laughs> he's going through law school. Yeah, he's 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 been doing push-ups. He's met with three attorneys. He's dismissed them all. He's the Rocky themes playing in his exactly. head. Exactly. He's he's tweeting daily. You know, uh, 
I, I look forward to the next trial. <laughs> really, this is good. This is great. I actually think this guy makes some interesting points. I mean, I don't want any woman to get harassed. I would never think any person should be harassed. No, and stalking, but, it, it, and stalking is much worse than, you know, it, it becomes a full-time job just to deal with this guy. Sure. But uh, but that, he makes some some excellent points. He makes some excellent points. And and I, I, don't, I don't think he wanted to hurt her. It doesn't sound like he wanted to hurt her. Uh, I think he's in love with her. Yeah. Rightfully so. I mean, you know. She comes strutting around like again in in a gray pantsuit. Then uh, you're gonna get some. You're gonna get. You're gonna get a lot of attention. And you're gonna get a lot like of that. attention. Now another newborn Jew was infected with herpes by a rabbi who sucked his tiny penis like some kind of Nosferatu thing. <laughs> so short, shortly after his birth. Uh, now we've talked about this uh, as a religious practice before called mm-hmm. a metzisa bapah. How do you pronounce that correctly? See, I've never, I've, I've never even really heard that. I've always just heard, you know, bris or brit milah um, are the things that, like, the bris is the, uh, is the whole, is the ceremony, but that's a very specific part of it. Yes, it's the baby's penis is sucked as part of an ancient, it just, it's, it's so peculiar to it's say. Not, well, it's, it's not so much that it's, it's really sucked. It's oh. kind of like the side of it is sort of like, it's. It's to like to to deal with the the blood that's coming out. Can you do from... me a favor? I'm a little sore on the side of my penis, Nate. Yeah. Would sure. you mind, Would you mind not sucking it for me a little bit? <laughs> not sucking it. <laughs> How am what, I gonna get the blood out? What is that? I How mean, am I gonna cut the stitches with my teeth? I'm gonna say you're saying it's not precisely sucking it, but I'm saying when it's your mouth and and some dick. Yeah. It's 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 as close to sucking as there. You know, I'm gonna say the penis gets sucked. And it's. Uh, I'm just saying, like I the think, whole baby dick doesn't go in the rabbi's mouth. It's not like it doesn't. He doesn't like gag himself like on brazzers or anything. It's not like you know. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, not, it's a tiny penis. It's a, <laughs> he can't gag himself on a penis like that. I what what is the deal with wanting to do that? I mean, because like you know that like I he, if if it was like, hey, you know what, um, you don't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know. Then the guy like when when parents well it's kind of like civil war reenactments is the thing this is how things (laughs) this is how things went in a in an inferior time before science Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know if you know this about Jews they're very obsessed with that first book oh yeah Uh, that first one that came out they're they're about they're not completists with well well, some of them with his testaments well I don't think there's anything in the New Testament says hey never mind the baby dick sucking. That's true. They never. Re- that's one thing that. That's a wrong that Jesus never righted. I yeah. guess. That's, <laughs> he probably, hey, by Jesus the way, was like, yeah, I was conscious the whole time for that, and that was a that was a bummer. He's so like, no, they'll please fig- don't. He's like, they'll figure it out. No, that <laughs> that that's an obvious one. That's what. It's that's like the gay marriage thing, and the you know you know wrap, wrap your feet in lamb and shit, you know, right. and whatever it is you're supposed to do. <laughs> wrap your feet in lamb. I'm pretty sure that's one. Is of that the, one of them? Oh no, it's Santeria. Santeria. Okay. Yeah, that, <laughs> it says it's part of an ancient tradition involved with the rite of circumcision. So they mm. cut off the uh, foreskin. And then the the blood is sucked off by the mm-hmm. uh, by the moil, right? And it's called a metzizabep. Let me now let me uh, get a look and apply my uh, my Jew eyes to this. Mm-hmm. Yes, please let put me, put put both of them on it. Put the, you know, I, 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 I would as, say it's probably metzizabep. Metzizabep. It sounds it's it's even disgusting sounding like metzizabep. Yeah. After, it's what you do after you suck all that blood out of the After cutting off the after cutting off the infant's foreskin, uh, ra- okay. Now this is from the Jewish Daily Forward, by the way. Okay, okay. this is this is I'm going to tell a little bit of the story of uh, Rabbi uh, Re- Re- Rebbe, uh Avraham. This guy is so Jewy mm. that he's not Abraham. He's a- Avroham. Avraham. Avraham. Avraham Khan. 
Yeah, that's pretty Jewy. He's a Cohen, so that's uh, you know, he's, yeah. that's the that's the highest level of Jew. Yes, Cohen's uh, rabbi. Is it really? Yeah, Cohen's were the uh, were the priests who uh, they you know the, in the in the temple. They like they and they carry themselves that way in the community still today. They yeah. like they're very condescending to people like me who are not Cohen's. Like, mm, I just sucked a baby's I dick. Just, you know how many baby dicks I sucked this week. <laughs> I lost count. I Business suck, is good. I suck all the baby dick. <laughs> I'll suck your baby dick. Uh, Evraham Khan leaned toward, uh, leaned down toward the baby boy who was mm. cradled on a white, a white pillow atop his grandfather's knees. It's from the Jewish Daily Forward. Standing fully over the child with his back to the dozens of immaculately, immaculately dressed uh, guests at the Syrian Jewish gathering in Brooklyn, it was impossible to see what Khan did next. Asked after the ceremony whether he performed the controversial rite also known as MBP. <laughs> well, why didn't you tell me before? In which a, a ritual circumciser places his mouth on the baby's genitals to suction blood, mm. to suction the blood from the circumcision wound. Mm. Uh, now, so that's what she says. Did you do it? And he smiled and said, I did what I had to do. Uh, you know, I did uh, what I had to do, you know. Khan um. so, is widely considered one of the best moils in the city. And Cohn said that he would not perform MVP when he believes that one or both parents led a permissive lifestyle. That's in quotes. Permissive. Asked to clarify, Cohn said, it's, the, it's not only herpes. There's other serious diseases like AIDS and other things. He's concerned that the baby's going to give him AIDS. The baby's going to give him AIDS. That's, <laughs> he's, that's literally what he's saying. Uh, like, like, I have to watch out. So, you know, I, you know? If these people with their permissive lives and I'm going to get AIDS from sucking a baby's <laughs> dick. <laughs> like, I don't suck. A, I mean, I, it's enough to put me out of this business, I tell I, you. Look, I don't, you, you yeah, it makes yeah, me yeah. wonder, what's it all for? You know, you if won't, I'm sucking baby's dicks and getting AIDS. I mean, uh, you know, that's. You, you won't suck a baby's dick if a baby's got AIDS. <laughs> that's. We'll be right back. <laughs> When a reporter from the forward called the infant's father, now this is as you know continues from the mm -hmm. the Jewish Daily Forward, and this is about a guy, the Moyle, mm -hmm. uh, one of the best Moyles in the city, uh, Avraham Khan, who says uh, he doesn't let anybody know. He's like, who knows if he did that? He keeps it very like you know, mm -hmm. he backs to everyone. It's not yeah. like he's ostentatious. He's gonna turn the baby around and like dump its balls in his mouth or anything. Right, sure, he's done. <laughs> He's going to get the whole thing in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> His baby's first blowjob. Sure. You take it serious. Uh, a reporter called the infant's father after the circumcision, and the father said that he was aware of the risks of MVP, but mm -hmm. says, and he said that he had instructed Khan not to perform it. He said, I didn't allow him to do that, the father said. Hmm. So uh, what did Khan actually do when he did what I had to do? Well... Confronted with the father's testimony, Khan said, well, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I didn't do that. I, what I had to do was not do it. No, see? you see, you misheard me, and it's a common thing. Uh, you said that uh, you thought I said I did it, but uh, you'll notice I said I didn't do it. So. Well, I said is I did what I had to do. <laughs> but the reason, he said, had nothing to do with the father's request. He's like, I don't care what he said. This is because the father did not seem observant enough. He didn't seem observant seem enough. Ob yeah, that's a very... No, they're very... Something about him saying, mm -hmm. uh, don't do it, made him yeah. seem not observant he enough. He made him seem less Jewish. Yes. 
and, and it, immediately he's he's bagging on the guy. So that young man is out to have a good time. <laughs> I don't think he's so careful who he has a good time with. That, that that man's out to have a good time, and you can tell because he married a Jewish woman. So he's uh, <laughs> All right. very eager Ed to enjoy having- his life. <laughs> I don't think he's careful who he has a good time with. <laughs> Excuse me, I gotta suck this baby's dick. <laughs> Many Orthodox rabbis think it's perfectly okay to conduct a circumcision without. I believe I was. I'm not even sure, but I don't have video of mine. But uh, I'm pretty sure. Well, you seem very comfortable. Yeah, I don't. Yourself. I mean, I, as far as I know, no herpes. So mm. uh, that's the problem: is you get herpes from these. Right. When this happens. You can get the herpes, or the, the guy turns it around. That's what's great. Mm-hmm. It, but a lot of Orthodox priests say it's okay. But and but some, it's mostly ultra Orthodox groups, right? It figures the more religious you go, the more important it becomes that you have to have the baby's dick. You in gotta you, the dick has to brush the lips. It, you it you have to. This is an infant. You have <laughs> to put your mouth on his penis. It's what God intended <laughs> when He made babies. How could you look at a baby's dick and think anything else? What are you going to do? That's got to go in my mouth. A sponge? <laughs> Is that what you're going to do? It's, it's What, a, surgical equipment? Because we're breaking oh, flesh? come on. <laughs> what do you think this is? Some sort of medical procedure? <laughs> it is a bit of a medical procedure. <laughs> some, some have modernized their, their approach. They use a sponge. They use a pipette. Mm-hmm. Instead of sucking the wound clean with their fucking mouth. Yeah. Put it in my mouth. You know? Because MVP, it says believed to be a commandment from God, written in the in the uh, in the Mishnah, mm-hmm. which is the which means law by learned sages, mm-hmm. elevated by mystical interpretation. This is where this is where Jew like you really comes in handy, yeah. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Change will not come easily. I won't. That's what it says. Is here. there even is there ever been change? I don't know that there's ever been change. People they get so uppity about uh, changing even a letter. Oh can't yeah, do it. I can't mean, do it. if if you will, if you can't not suck a baby's dick, even though it gives the baby herpes, I sometimes, mean, you might as well be Catholic. <laughs> you just, we're no better than the Christians. <laughs> I can't imagine being so religious that I would go ahead and suck the blood off the penis of a baby, even if I didn't want to. But I can't imagine. <laughs> I can imagine being so religious that I would go ahead and suck the blood off a baby uh, off the penis of a baby. If it was kind of what I wanted to do anyway. Right. <laughs> I mean, you have parents going like, don't suck Please my don't do dick. that. Hey, hey, what, hey, hey you, oh, listen, we're doing, we're going to participate in part of this, but could you just not suck our baby's dick? Look, I mean, we uh, have paid you a considerable amount of money. Look at this nice spread we have. We invited all of our family here and this is, and this is how you repay me? You know, you, you just you suck you, my son's dick. You just insist. You just insist on it. And now look, we can't send all these people home. <laughs> Okay, fine. Suck his dick. <laughs> U.S. Centers for Disease Control. Now, they estimate the rituals performed 3,600 times a year. Okay, probable cause for concern. The U.S. Centers uh, for Disease Control and Prevention monitors your religious rituals. Yeah, that's a red, that's a red, that's a red flag. I would agree. Uh, now, some Orthodox rabbis contend there's no medical proof that babies can become sick due to the ritual. Mm-hmm. How, how much... I mean, how do, how the fuck else did these kids get herpes? Mm-hmm. But this is on the medical advice of a guy who sucks blood <laughs> off a baby's dick. So always remember that. 17 <laughs> cases since the year 2000. Two of them fatal. I mean, this yeah. is... Yeah, you know, that it, should be enough. That should be... <laughs> two, two babies died, you know, and two got brain damage. But, I mean, I don't know how much that's going to... 
factor in. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's nuts because like and and it, just to clarify, it's the kind of herpes that a lot of people have. That like eighty percent of people have this kind of herpes. It's the mouth herpes, right? But like when a baby gets it, he doesn't have defense, and sure. sometimes it's like enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, the article went on; it's very interesting because like they there there was one guy who's like it was just like that. They mm-hmm. they the guy goes, well, uh, he goes, do you do you kiss anybody other than your wife? The guy's like, no. He's like, well, do you do you you know? He asked him about a couple of other practices. He's like, no, I'm good. And the guy's like. Well, then I have to suck the baby's dick. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, well, the, you've left me no choice. Well, <laughs> wait a minute, what, 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 where, how can, what can the stance be on that other than, like, just stop? Stop doing it. <laughs> uh, from Queens, you know, here we named by Lonely Planet, America's number one destination. That's right. Lonely Planet says, browse New York's biggest Chinatown in Flushing. Shop for brilliantly colored saris in Jackson Heights and inhale the heady aromas of coffee and hookahs in Astoria. Well, you guys come to Queens for exotic items like coffee. <laughs> you can drink coffee here. You can, not only that, you can smell coffee. Mm. Mm. Yeah, f- fill your head with the heady aroma. If you've ever visited Chinatown, and uh, yeah, and that's the thing too. If you've ever been to the Lower East Side sure. and been to Chinatown in Manhattan or Brooklyn Chinatown in Sunset Park, you've thought... You know, I like this Chinatown, but way too small. It's true. It's just, I'm not sick of it at all. Uh, I'm not I sick of it after 15 minutes. You know, when everyone in everyone in an area is walking around with surgical masks, maybe that's not a place you want to just hang out. It's like, yeah, there might be yeah. something wrong with the air here. Yeah. And they like the smell of dead they frogs. They love it. <laughs> they think that's good food. Sure. You go to you go to like I say uh, you think it's a pet store, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a butcher's. That's well, most people don't carry pets in a barrel. So, <laughs> go, hmm, what's for dinner tonight? I'll have four starfish <laughs> to feed my family. To feed my family. Yes. Travel writing is it's got to be the stupidest writing there there is, because that's the only time it has that like that way of saying that. Yeah, you know the, what I mean. The heady aromas. Yes, and and do this. Be intoxicated. Also with. do this. Right. That's. <laughs> this is a book of orders. You gotta, you gotta browse, browse. Yeah. <laughs> Shop for brilliantly colored saris. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's this is not like Marco Polo days. Right. Or some exactly, shit. Yeah. There's spices are abundant. Right. <laughs> you know, I can get cinnamon. Uh, there's yeah. more cinnamon than I know what to do with. Right. Um, but anyway, come to Queens, I guess. I mean, sure, you know, I guess. Yeah, why I not? love it here. It's great. It's nice. But uh, you know, the Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, but it's. You don't even have to get out of your car to get coffee anymore. So it's it's that good. <laughs> uh, hey Nate, thanks for being here today. No, thanks for having me. Much this appreciated. Is, this was a blast. You have a new album, don't you? I do. I have an album out. It's called Best Guy So Far. You can get it on iTunes and uh, Amazon and. Uh, astrecords.com you know, you like finding it like like a, uh, oh yeah some people oh, does uh, people don't really do that that much now a hard copy yeah yeah i've noticed that i have two giant boxes of them in my apartment <laughs> and uh, i've noticed to. people aren't those those are just going to give they're going to be giveaway promotions from mm-hmm. now on yeah so you know you you know i have one copy of goodbye forever fatty left one one i have one i don't know if there's any i mean i guess you can i think i have one. a copy of it wow <laughs> Then there's two. Then <laughs> there's two. But two mine, known copies in New York City. Mine has not been unwrapped. Oh. Well, this is the last day of the year. It's it's uh, December 31st. How was your 2014? Uh, ups and downs. Mm-hmm. It had ups and downs. But uh, it was interesting. Maybe the most exciting year of my life, I would say. Really? Very exciting. Wow. But that's not always good. But it was exciting. No, excitement is often bad. Yeah. 
I'd I, like a boring 2015. Boy, yeah, I would like a really just fucking let's just chill it out a little bit. Yeah. On the fucking on the on the events. How about yours? How uh, is yours? You know, it's it, my it's always the same. You know what I mean? You, you read these stories and mm-hmm. then you make jokes out of it, and that's the extent of your life. So uh, <laughs> January 10th, you can see us do this at um, Fontana's. It's live, New York City Crime Report. You're not going to want to miss any of that. Uh, you're not going to. It's it's in fact uh, teamed up with Tuesdays with Stories. It's going to be just Mark Norman, unfortunately. Uh, no uh, uh, Joe List on this one. No oh, man. But uh, Jim Polk will be there, and uh, and Laker. This and is a great show. This, this is a great show. show. And it's, it's fun show live. Now here's what's going to happen. Uh, if you go, it's hard to explain this because it's a private group. I think I'm going to have to open this group up so that more people can vote on this. I have nominees for the best of, uh, of, of 2014. It's an award show we're going to do. Oh, great. Now, you can vote on it. That's the exciting thing. You can vote. You can, you can get involved. And uh, there's some pretty interesting categories. Uh, we have best suicide. Okay. We have... Uh, not only best suicide, we have uh, uh, let's see, most uh, uh, let's see, outstanding that- outstanding achievement in in the field of uh, misogyny. Okay. We have uh, outstanding achievement in, in the field of uh, child killing. That is a, uh, a high, hotly contested category every year yeah. in New York City. <laughs> you know, you're not kidding. There's a. Uh, there, 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 there was so many. There's so many things where kids get hurt. Mm-hmm. You almost want to split the category, right, exactly. You know, come up with some way of, uh, you know, of there being, uh, you know, more, more it's, outstanding it's, achievement in child murder with a hammer. So yeah, dude, this is the this. <laughs> yeah, in parentheses, <laughs> hammer. Uh, we have. Uh, this is the end of the show here. Nobody's listening anymore anyway. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna pull this up and and find uh, the New York City Crime Report. Here we go. Now this is uh, right now. It's it's a secret group, which will soon be not secret anymore. Oh, it's gonna be so the, the secret people are not gonna like that. Mm. Uh, so here's the categories, okay? And and now you'll have to you'll have to go go and vote on this on the group. The group is called the New York City Crime Report. It's not the page. It's different. It's different. New York City Crime Report group group. I don't know how the fuck you're gonna find it. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to put a link up. So here we go. Some of the nominees, some of the things that are going on. Uh, we have, uh, well, well where, where to begin? How about this? Nominees for 2014 New York City Crime Awards, uh, Most Enigmatic Death. I have, uh, 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 that's Aeem uh, Perkins was killed by a single blow from a tire swing. Tompkins Square Park. Okay, all right. The Dapper Cadaver discovered floating handcuffed keys in the pocket off Red Hook. And uh, Joseph and Nunciato killed by a Murphy bed. I like, uh, I like a in Staten Island. Yeah, snapped up in a Murphy bed. I think. I mean, I think that's got to be the odds-on favorite. Murphy bed. That's yeah, a good. Uh, I well, love. See, I mean, it, I, I just, I love a Murphy bed as is, anyways. And you can make a case for any of those. Yeah. Uh, now we have uh, nominees for uh, Teacher of the Year. Of course, uh, the uh, the the favorite is going to be Sean Shay Shay Shaynak. Accused of sleeping with multiple students. Mm-hmm. He's leading right now. Joy Morrissey, though, uh, one that I like, she uh, slept with a wrestler. Mm-hmm. You guys may recall, if you listen to the show, slept with a wrestler, and, and the uh, dad, her, her husband, her husband was the coach, Ooh. wrestling coach. So she slept with the, you know. 
This almost sounds like like erotic fiction or something. This is like it's it's like you know steamy. What? It just doesn't get any better. And then my favorite, Annie Schmoltz uh, Selfula, who actually sucked, allegedly sucked adult cock. Uh, she just in a couple of uh, closets and whatnot. Allegedly. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't, occasionally we throw that in there as if to yeah. say, like, the rest of the time it's for sure. Right. <laughs> now, uh, nominees for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Child Murder, uh, Miguel uh, Mejas uh, Ramos, Mejas Ramos, right? he, uh, he killed his two, two daughters because they didn't have car seats. He's leading. Okay. Uh, Athena Skeeter uh, worked in a daycare, uh, beat a toddler to death. Uh, we were just wrestling, she says. <laughs> uh, Kelsey Smith uh, killed a toddler for crapping her pants. Okay. Well, you got to you got to discipline. And 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 my favorite, who hasn't so far in the, coming up in, in the end, uh, at last, Gigi Jordan found mm. guilty of murdering her autistic eight-year-old son. Mm. Uh, and, and Autism's so hot right now, so it's... Uh... <laughs> You'd think that... Yeah, I guess... Uh, okay, so nominees for um, Cop of the Year. We have uh, Gilberto Vallee, mm-hmm. who released from prison, vows to become a lawyer. Eugene Donnelly, uh, he uh, beat up a sleeping woman the same day he Ooh. won an award. <laughs> okay. Like a big cop award, like the highest thing he could win. Mm-hmm. You know, which is beating someone up. Though. It's <laughs> he met the mayor, and then he and then he got drunk, and then he uh, he stumbled into the wrong place, and, and just uh, he goes, he goes, I'm I'm a nice guy, but sometimes I'm not, and then he beat her up. Mistaken identity. He thought she was a different sleeping woman. I think he's well, yeah, yeah exactly. The one the one that he was looking for <laughs> exactly. to beat up. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, leading right now, Eric Reynolds, oh. Detective Reynolds, who leave, leaves his uh, left his gun in the men's room, right, of a gay bar. Well done. <laughs> Attaboy, Eric. <laughs> uh, we have here, uh, see, Outstanding Suicide. This is always a good category. Mm-hmm. It's just, this This is going to be a bit lopsided. Right. Um, due to uh, the quality of, of one of the... The quality it? of this. Every once in a while, you got somebody that just is head and shoulders <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> ahead of the pack. And uh, that would be, well, that's Tomas uh, Rivera. Who uh, ripped his own head off in the Bronx? Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, that's beat that. <laughs> Try it. I it's mean, as if he was going. Yeah, I got that sewn I, up this year. <laughs> that's... Also, we have a woman who hung herself from a tree in Prospect Park during Memorial Day weekend. <sighs> and uh, let's see, a naked man who uh, leapt in the Harlem River holding a single rose. I'm checking my phone right now. That's what's happening. <laughs> There's a certain tranquil quality to that. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. It's uh, it's that's one that puts you to sleep. Now uh, we have uh, one more category here, and the, uh, I'm probably going to put a couple more things on here. You know what I mean? We Why need, not? We need a murder of the year, I think. Sure, sure. Uh, we have uh, nominees uh, for outstanding achievement in the field of misogyny. Uh, Delphin Lantigua, NYPD officer, offered favors for uh, panties and cash. Okay. Um, that's institutionalized. Panties and cash. He wanted a thousand dollars and panties. And he's Used? like, and, and he, yeah, of and course, he, of course, yeah. I mean, no, clean. Make sure they're clean. <laughs> I can't stand the smell of a pussy. <laughs> In fact, just go buy some new ones and bring them. Uh, yeah, he want he want to use. And he says, uh, and and that was just to speed up some paperwork, to expedite some to, paperwork, to just to give him the incentive to go. To, to he was just going to go, uh, like like yeah, exactly. Was that, this supposed to get or these were thousand, just he wants panties th- to get him through the night. He wants a thousand dollars in panties, and in exchange they get. Uh, they they get some paperwork expedited, so they get to become cops sooner. 
not a very good trade-off <laughs> oh he, oh by the way he also wants unlimited sex unlimited sex so you know what you might go all right this guy is not as great of a misogynist as these other two i'm about to mention right it, but it's pretty that's that's a lot it's pretty misogynistic that's, that's more than most of us are doing but it kind of just sounds like he wants to get married <laughs> it's true maybe it doesn't come from a hateful he just place wants some, he wants some cash gifts he wants access to panties mm-hmm. and unlimited sex that's I mean that's a, well, that's stronger than most relationships. That's I exactly know. like what a non-married guy thinks that marriage is like. Oh, of course, yeah, of know. course. Well, she's gonna give me money <laughs> and fuck me all the time. Well, the other candidates the in the outstanding achievement in the field of misogyny, uh, Musa Diara, Musa Diara, he circumcised his wife after raping her. Wow. He also wow. he also anally raped her. Ooh. So he regular raped her and he anally raped her. Wow, uh, that's I mean that's a tough that that, that misogyny. That makes, at I that mean point. that makes the panties guys seem like seriously like bring him home to mom. I mean yeah. that's I mean that's insane. <laughs> like you said, you know, yeah. he's practically asking for her hand in marriage. Right. <laughs> uh, we have a leader right now. That's Noor Hassan. He beat his wife to death for refusing to cook goat for dinner. He wants a goat. She don't want to make goat. He beats her. And that's uh, well. There's nowhere in New York City to get goat, so I mean, uh, certainly a guy with the last name Hassan has no idea where to get goat. So, well, uh, I mean, you know, you're right, but but the, the, that's not the point. Right. <laughs> you make me goat. Right. You exactly. know, and so, uh, you, you, if you're going to stir lentils when I demand goat, what good am I on this planet? Seriously, I mean, he's letting her down by not. It's by not blasting her in the face. You're absolutely right. She would she would have a great deal of resentment for a husband who didn't put her in her place. Right. Um, that's Oof. Nora San leading right now uh, with um, beating his wife to death uh, for refusing to go goat. So here's what you should do, okay? Follow me on Twitter, at Pat Dixon, and what I'll do, I'll, I'll throw up links to this, uh, and also follow NYC Crime Report on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You got to get in touch, all right, if you want to do this, because uh, these are coming, we're going to do these on the 10th. Right. So the next episode you hear, uh, we'll have winners, okay? We'll be announcing the winners. We'll be announcing the winners, yeah. And so um, we'll be talking about these uh, at the live show. And, and if, you have to, if you have tickets to do, Fontana's, <clears throat> if you don't have tickets, get them. I mean, not only is nobody listening now, but the, the, the four people who say, we always listen till the end, <clears throat> they, if, they've turned it off. They are, they're selling their tickets. You and <laughs> they are scalping their tickets to this. They're, they've, they were going to go, <laughs> and now they're, like, not sure. Right. It's, it's at Fontana's, uh, just brown paper tickets. But, you know, and it's, again, the New York City Crime Report, Pat Dixon, on, on the Facebook thing. I want to make sure everybody finds this if they want to. Uh, it's a group, and then it's a page. And so I'm going to put it up. You can get on the group and do this. So uh, please come on and, uh, and let me know what you think. I have sort of a core group that's been on here for a while. Mm. I got to open it up so that more people can. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about your awards. This is this is like uh, this is the end of a year. Here's the other thing you can do. You can add shit. You can add a nominee. Oh, if there's somebody I forgot. You can add it. Add it, and maybe you're going to think of you'll think of the maybe one that you, I forgot. Maybe you think Black Hitler belongs on one of these lists. Put Black See, Hitler. On I these think lists. Black Hitler. Black Hitler is going to be nominated for Man of the Year. Okay, all right. So if you have if you have other nominees for Man of the Year besides Black Hitler, <laughs> which why would you? you I am be, Black Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think that I was going to call the outstanding achievement in the field of mis- misogyny. I was going to call that Man of the Year. Man of the Year, because <laughs> <laughs> that seems right. It does that? seem right. Yeah. Well, you know. 
this show (laughs) when you enjoy it it, it's like chicken soul chicken it's it's like chicken soup for the cunt chicken soup for the cunt it it really is uh if you uh want to if you want to see the pictures of new york city go to my instagram pat dixon nyc all right well that's enough of all the uh the ads and and everything i hope you enjoy the show that's a year of new york city crime report and and uh, we'll be back on the 10th so come and see me live also if you want tickets to see me uh at at caroline's well, that's Desperation Tonight. Great show. Great show. And 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 I'll hook you up. I'll put you on the guest list because you're a Crime Report fan. Uh, that makes you uh, sort of a friend of the show. I want you to come in and check it out. So um, just hit me up. And, and to those of you who have hit me up for that already, great. If you uh, order a shirt, it's probably on the way. And, uh, and, and that's that. So the shirts, you can go to my website, Pat Dixon, NYC. And then you go to shirts. And you donate, and the shirt's on the way. If pay- PayPal is, is what it is. More exciting things to come uh, later on. So thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, have a great one. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to New York City Crime Report. <laughs>